Hello, my name is Alexa Lesky, and you're listening to Alexa's Great Adventures, where you'll hear some of the most interesting stories you've ever heard. I would like to thank you for tuning in today, and do persuade you to sit back, relax, and if you're feeling extra spicy, grab a snack, because today's story is a quite peculiar and pretty traumatic one. The story takes place in no other than Dayton, Ohio. Not much here, really, just cornfields and Walmarts, but that's besides the point. It began when I was having a sleepover with my friend Nolita for the very first time ever. Mind you, I was about 10 to 11 years old at the time and very much scared of the dark and hesitant to sleep in places that weren't my own home. Because of this, I told Melita that I would prefer to sleep in her TV room because there would be a light and some background noise coming from the TV. Up to that point, everything was great. I was comfy and fell into my deep slumber quite easily. Until suddenly, I awoke in the middle of the night... I wouldn't be surprised if it was 3 a.m., the devil's hour after all, but I couldn't see anything. Why? Because it was pitch black in her living room. So there I was, sitting in her living room in the pitch black. I thought to myself, that's fine, I'll just go and turn on the TV, right? And go back to bed. But for some reason, 10-year-old me did not know how to use a TV remote and did not know how to press a simple button to turn the TV on. So, I thought, that's okay, I'll just wake up Nolita real quick, and she can turn the TV on for me. But, to my surprise, Nolita had vanished. I was scared. Uh, She was not there. I was alone. I thought, okay, maybe she just went to her room, and she wanted to fall asleep there because she was uncomfortable. So, I went upstairs to her room, looking for her. But Nolita was not there. At this point, I was thinking, wow, Nolita is definitely murdered and in a ditch somewhere. But I did not give up. I said, maybe she's still somewhere in the house. Since I was not familiar with her house yet, maybe there was another room she was sleeping in. I looked in the next room, and that was the guest room, but she was not in there. So I made my way back downstairs. Once I was on the first level, I found another staircase that led into a creepy white cellar. Um, This was a murder cellar, okay? Literally, completely white and very murderous vibes coming from it. I opened the first door to my right. And that's when the traumatic part of the story takes place. I saw giant limbs hanging from the ceiling. At this point, I was like, oh my gosh. Nolita has literally been murdered, chopped up into pieces, and her limbs are now hanging from the basement ceiling. Of course, later I found out that it was really just giant ham legs that they were drying for some reason. And they hung them up up there. But 10-year-old me at 3 a.m. in the morning did not know that. I ran upstairs. I was sobbing at this point and did not know what to do. I walked around the house, literally uh, did not know where I was going whatsoever, and made my way to another living room that she had with a giant piano in it 
There, at the end of the living room, was another door. I was not familiar with the fact that there are some rooms at the first level of the house because I was used to having all the rooms being upstairs. So I went and opened that door, and there, finally, I found Olita in bed with her mom, sleeping peacefully. I woke up her mom sobbing and crying, and she sat me down and explained to me that Nolita was very much alive and that everything was okay. Yes, that was basically my traumatic ham ceiling experience. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I hope you have a great rest to your day after listening to this horrifying murderous story. Thank you.